The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should consider obtaining independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Today we're catching up with Nick Castleton, Managing Director of the Perth-based Apollo Consolidated, which is not to be confused with some other Apollos out there. Its ASX code is AOP, or Alpha Oscar Papa, and it is trading as we speak at 27 cents for a market cap of about 60 million. Apollo has been a strong performer of late, moving up from 20 cents a couple of weeks ago to its current level, something I'll ask Nick to talk about in a moment. Now, originally Apollo was focused on West African gold, but then in August 2017, it hit broad and high-grade gold at its Lake Rebecca Gold Project on the southern end of WA's prolific Laverton Tectonic Zone, which hosts several multi-million ounce gold deposits owned by others. West Africa is still part of the story, with Apollo selling 80% of the key projects in the Ivory Coast to ASX-listed Exor Resources, leaving it with a 20% free carried interest through its decision to mine. So with that, I'll say welcome to the show, Nick. Uh, good morning, Barry. Thank you for having me and thank you for the introduction. Now, before jumping into where the company's projects are at, I was hoping you could fill us in on your educational and professional background. Uh, certainly. I'm, I'm an exploration geologist. I trade and, and I do love that side of the business. Um, I came out of University of WA um, and did an honours degree there with the, the company that was uh, Mount Isa Mines at the time. Uh, so the fourth year honours was was operating on one of their exploration properties and that flowed through to about three and a half years of, of exploring for gold uh, and nickel sulphide in the uh, in the eastern gold fields and uh, gold and copper up in the Telford district and a season of work in, in Chile in, in the porphyry copper belts. So that was a terrific experience. From, from there, faced with another, another campaign of, of uh, the Patterson, uh, I moved across to Perillium Mines, which was mining gold at uh, the Fortnum operation near Mekathara, and got deep into the into the ResDef work, uh, flying in and fly out of of a mining site, uh, and we found answers there with that Perillium team very successfully. Um, and from there, uh, moved to a, a private company called MPI Mines, which was extremely successful, unlisted uh, gold miner, uh, nickel sulphide miner. They'd made some some very strong uh, nickel sulphide discoveries at the time and then moved on to mine gold and stall in Victoria and, and Coolgardy. Ten years with that, with MPI uh, led to two listed uh, spin-offs and the, the nickel wing ended up in the hands of, of Lionor, Mark Bennett's team. So I joined, uh, spent three years with Lionor, again another successful company and very technically proficient and I was working in a project generation role there. Um, and then the, then the Russians came. So after that, the, um, I've joined up with Apollo and uh, have been in the corporate space and, and a smaller company space ever since. Right. A very strong uh, exploration background there with some of the great names uh, of the past. Uh, so looking at where the company's at now, uh, August 2017, an important date for the company. Uh, can you just 
take us through what led you to the Lake Rebecca property and uh, that those first uh, hits, 49 at 4.57, I think was what got everyone excited back in August 2017. And just talk us through where the project's at now and your work towards a resource estimate by the end of the year, a maiden resource estimate by the end of the year, that is. Uh, certainly. Look, it's it's like all good discovery stories, this one has a, a long... Um, gestation and we were not the first people to explore that particular part of the world. Uh, curiously, we, um, we, we spent, as you said in the introduction, a lot of our, uh, our life in the early um, uh, 2010, 2016, 2016 in, in Cote d'Ivoire, um, uh, doing greenfield gold work over there. But we had this uh, project, the Lake Rebecca project, on the books the entire period. Um, it was a it was an, an asset that, that I liked uh, and had spent some time in the field and we, not, we certainly had the view that there was a, a large uh, gold system there, but albeit at low grades. Uh, but we didn't have the finances and we didn't have the, um, the, uh, the inclination to do much work on it while Cote d'Ivoire was taking precedence. Um, but over the journey, we'd, we'd, we'd had a, a very close look at targeting and, and where to drill and, and what to drill at Rebecca, but we hadn't um, put the money into the ground. Uh, now, the 2017 um, breakthrough was the first core hole under a, a high-grade intercept we'd received early but didn't understand. And, uh, and, and once we had those metres on deck, it was quite clear that, that this was a discovery. Um, and it had an orientation that we didn't, we hadn't expected. Uh, so it was a breakthrough moment there. Uh, and you know, at that time, it, uh, everything else we were doing um, in Africa was was uh, less important than than a discovery um, two hours from Kalgoorlie. Now mm. uh, you've outlined a number of loads there, Jennifer, Jennifer Northeast, and Laura load plus uh, good mineralisation across at Duke and Duchess. Um, with the loads, Jennifer, Jennifer Northeast, and Laura, I sense a theme there. What's, uh, what's with the the naming of these uh, loads? Well, I look, they're, they're actually all um, field assistants that have worked for for myself or companies I've been with in the past, uh, and and it's good to have um, uh, you know the, the the women in the field, and and we've had some very good and sound and hardworking uh, girls in the business that have been. Um, been very important part of the team. So this uh, Jennifer was uh, was out there at the, at the time we made the, uh, the initial RC discovery into uh, what became uh, the top of Jennifer Lloyd. Um, and Laura did a lot of work for us in the uh, in the Patterson Province way back. So there is definitely a theme there. Um, we uh, we were working on names for the for the new loads and uh, and I'm taking um, taking on board uh, other other thoughts on on who's been good in the industry. Yeah, that's uh, that's great to hear. I could be cynical and say very PC of you, but it's uh, to be seriously encouraged. We uh, need more women in the workforce, uh, particularly in the mining industry. Now, where are you at in terms of uh, you have a, a drilling program underway now, both RC and core drilling? The um, the aim is to have this uh, a maiden resource by uh, the end of the year. Is that correct? Oh, look, it's a work in progress with the um, with this discovery. It's it's taken a, a, a a reasonable length of time and, and, and quite a high density of drilling to fully understand the shape 
uh, and the and the um, and the extensions of of what we've found. It's it's an unusual geological setting, uh, and in that it's a, a high metamorphic grade terrain, and the loads that we've defined are actually uh, quite unusual shapes. Um, so we have been essentially following uh, ourselves um, hole by hole um, from Jennifer Lode northwards and southwards. Um, and it, it's, it's been a, a point where we've, uh, it, this year, uh, moved to semi-continuous drilling of, um, uh, from a campaign basis in 2017-18. In uh, I suppose uh, the the way this is developing is we still have live surfaces, uh, and so we have two rigs on site um, building uh, known positions and stepping into into deeper and and undrilled portions of the of the um, of the prospects. Uh, but the aim of the game is to get to a point where we've um, we've defined enough to be of commercial significance, and we'll move to resource calculation. And we've been saying publicly, hopefully by the end of the year, um, there's, we tend to put out quite a lot of information to the marketplace in terms of cross sections and, mm. and plans. We try to make it quite transparent what we've found because we're obviously very excited with it. Uh, and, and people have a reasonably, reasonably good understanding of what this thing looks like uh, and, and, and its geometries through that information flow. Oh, that's great. Strong progress towards a maiden resource then. Um, Having said that, uh, it's always difficult for companies, of course. The market demands a resource estimate as soon as possible, but it sounds to me like you'll be drilling there for years to come. Look, it's, we definitely need to get to a point where we've quantified this thing, um, but it's, uh, it, it can be a mistake to, to go too early and be um, cast with, a, with an inaccurate, um, smaller resource um, figure when we still have, um, mm. have lots to do. So. Uh, we're pushing on for the minute. The aim is broadly by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And at this stage, uh, we're talking about uh, open cut later underground, or is it uh, mainly underground? What uh, sort of ore positions are we talking about? Uh, look, I think um, the, the Rebecca prospect, which is our lead prospect uh, with the three loads, um, looks as though it would be a pit to underground situation. It certainly has the... Uh, the, the geometry and grade in the main load surfaces that would um, we expect will drive uh, an optimizer to those to reasonable open pit depths, um, and in the course of doing so, we'll we we'll should collect some some other zones of mineralization that sit in the hanging wall and the foot wall, uh, and then there'll be a, a point that uh, we expect uh, you'd go underground. Um, and so it looked it does look like a a. a a multi-pit type project as well, because we're getting some quite strong uh, mineralisation at, at Duke and Duchess, which are about four kilometres to the south, uh, and they they're much closer to the to the surface, um, slightly lower grade, but they would be important for a for a mill feed story. So we we have a drill rig uh, working those prospects at the moment. Right, and early days, of course. But I was just wondering uh, strategically, is the intention to go down the standalone treatment plant route? Oh, look, it's a very difficult question to know for sure until, until we have a, a feel for where the end of this discovery uh, lies. Um, we're pretty well situated for infrastructure. So it's a two and a half hour drive from Kalgoorlie. Uh, the nearest operation, of course, is 
um, the Karasu Dam of, of Saracen. Um, they're about 60 kilometres away. Uh, the Breaker Resources Discovery, which is sort of operating in tandem with us, is, is also 60 kilometres away. So um, they're the nearest potential mill sites, but uh, we do have a great profile at, at um, certainly at Jennifer, that would probably travel a reasonable distance um, in this current gold market. Mm. Uh, as you were mentioning there, you are operating in a part of the world where there's lots of hungry mills owned by others. Um, just interested on your thoughts about um, the company being susceptible to a, a low-ball uh, takeover bid ahead of a resource announcement or even post a resource announcement, given the uh, requ- the need of these mills to uh, keep themselves full. Oh, <laughs> look, it's... um. There's, when there's been a lot of consolidation in the in the industry in the last uh, 12, 24 months with with uh, with junior companies without mills um, being folded into into producing uh, companies, and it's probably fair to say that that the the valuations of the producers is is high at the moment. So their their uh, their share their script is quite valuable. Um, so w- there is a possibility of that sort of um, activity, but we are certainly not courting it. We don't have any uh, producers on our register, um, and we are driving this thing as hard as we can towards being um, uh, self-fundable and, and develop it ourselves. I think that would be the best result for for the Apollo shareholders. Uh, Nick, if you could just take us through the share register, it's uh, quite tight. So some large shareholding blocks there, but uh, individuals rather than corporates. And certainly, the we've been. Um, very fortunate to have some some high net worth individuals that have stayed with the company from its very first move um, initially into into Africa. Um, so we have a, a, a private investor here in Perth who's he's about eighteen and a half percent of the company at the moment. Um, he came for the West African story, uh, very familiar with gold exploration um, in uh, in the, its the phases from greenfield through to through to development um, and and has joined, he joined for Cote d'Ivoire, stayed for Rebecca. Um, and there's a, there's two or three other players with, with five to 10% of the, of the register that um, are very similar, stable, long-term investors. And, and frankly, all uh, junior explorers need these sort of guys to support um, the, the company through its, uh, its highs and lows. We've had a, 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 a reasonably Good success um, rate with um, with the with Africa and then and now Rebecca, which is um, which has been been uh, a fun ride. Um, and and as you pointed out, we still have a twenty percent free carried um, position in some of the uh, the West African projects through uh, Exore. Uh, I think you'll find if you look at the the register on, of Exore that the same names will turn up there as well. And uh, just on West Africa, the Exore guys uh, told me that it's like the WA goldfields 50 years ago. So that 20% free carried interest uh, could come into its own in the, in the, in the future. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and look, that is what attracted us to move uh, from, um, from WA into, into Ivory Coast is that we were literally exploring um, uh, a very similar geology, geology and, and um and regolith, which is the transported profiles, are very similar to what you see in the golfers. 
but no one had taken a soil sample at the time that we arrived. So it was it was an un, it was a, a blank slate. Um, we had a fair bit of success. Uh, nothing like the success of of um, Rebecca in terms of its ease of doing business. Um, and we teamed up with with Exore, um, who at the time um, needed a, a project that could really sink their teeth into, and they and they were uh, were in a strong financial position. Uh, and they've done a terrific job. Uh, taking, taking up the um, the reins of of where we started there, and having a good deal of success, and and, and you know, frankly, um, uh, shelving in those projects or our, our equity position in those projects is very important to us, and, and we follow uh, their progress with a lot of interest. Hmm, uh, nice position to have where you've got a potentially a very exciting uh, West African gold project, but then you make a. A discovery uh, like uh, like Rebecca, and uh, you have to go through that whole strategy change. Which one do we focus on? So it was a simple decision at the time, back in August two thousand seventeen. It, it was. Um, it, we at, at the time uh, there had been a flight of capital out of um, all places, uh, effectively besides West Australia, and and the um, the producers had just started to get um, traction, um, Northern Star and. Um, Etc. had been um, have been working their way through some very smart acquisitions uh, at the same time as the level of interest overseas had really fallen away. So we made the Rebecca discovery in, in um, 2017 and instantly saw it reflected in our um, in our market value and ability to raise capital. Um, and also, it's it's a very very linear. Um, a process from a discovery to mm. to a gold pour in, in Western Australia. Everyone knows it and understands that the expertise is there, the consultants are there, the drill rigs are, are only um, three hours away from from their base. Yeah, okay. And finally, uh, investors, uh, what can they look out for in the uh, next uh, three to six months as we head towards Christmas? Continue, but hopefully uh, continually. Um, Updating our shareholders with good news in the in the exploration front, um, we see ourselves still squarely as an explorer. Um, we are still learning about uh, the system out there, and, and our most recent um, announcements uh, spoke of a, a, a twenty nine meters of four gram intercept um, that sits below and and also to the west of Jennifer Lloyd. Um, and we're finding these positions as we drill deeper holes, uh, and it's demonstrating to us that that the uh, the project has genuine potential in in all directions. Um, we're open on both ends in the shallower drilling, and we're now getting some um, some quite significant excitement at depth. Um, so we'll keep doing what we do. We've, we're well financed at the minute, um, and intend to have uh, one or two rigs going for the balance of the year. So we'll be feeding uh, information to the, to the shareholders and to the market um, over that journey. Right, great stuff. Uh, lots to look out for there. So all the best with it, Nick, and thanks very much for your time and uh, telling us the Apollo Consolidated story today. Uh, much appreciated, Barry, and great to talk with you.